Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we've had a lot of people who have wanted us to talk about stress and grief. And so we're going to talk about this today. You know, uh, grief affects the whole, all the systems, doesn't it, Heidi? It does, Mom. I think that uh, when you have a loss, it's a psychological, emotional, and physical assault to your system. Yeah, yeah it, it affects the nervous system, the brain, the endocrine system, which is all your hormones, and uh, the immune system, that's your white blood cells, and they get, they get knocked off, and uh, it can affect your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and all sorts of things. You, you, secrete, you go into the fight and flight uh, mode, right, Heidi, and, and those stress hormones. Fight, fight, and freeze, or freeze. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it, like you said, it, it's a physical assault, and I don't think we talk enough about that, Mom. We talk about the emotional and psychological part of grieving, but we don't talk about the physical. Yeah. And uh, you know, it hits you. You can't think your way out of a physical response. Yeah. And Absolutely. sometimes we get so involved with the brain that we forget that you can't think yourself out of uh, this trauma and shock that comes to you. Heidi, you can have digestive problems. We've seen it with people overeating and undereating, right? Yes. Because sometimes, you know, you go for comfort food um, after a loss and, and you eat things, a lot of carbs and things that bring you comfort. And like you said, other people might not eat at all. They might not have an appetite. We wanna let you know what some of the reactions are so you can be aware. And then we're gonna give you a couple of tips on those reactions. Well, one of them is about sleeplessness and sleep. Hi, do you wanna talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that's a big problem. That is a huge problem. Um, oftentimes people that have had a loss um, either have problems falling asleep or, or may, might wake up early. Um, and you know, it's interesting because after Scott died, when I would first wake up at the very first moment I opened my eyes before I thought, before I realized that he was dead, um, you know, every morning I would wake up and at first I'd be fine. And then all of a sudden it would dawn on me that my brother had died and it would be like, you know, someone slapped me in the face. It's, it's kind of a shock to the system when you wake up. Yeah. Um, also, if you can sleep. Because well, some people can't sleep. And I myself, I don't take pills, but after Scott was killed, I did have to take a sleeping pill. Well, well and I tell people, start with melatonin. Go to like your a GNC, you know, an, a natural store and buy melatonin. And if that doesn't work, then you might want to see a doctor and move to a, a sleeping pill. But melatonin can do wonders for the system and it can kind of calm it down and help you get to sleep. And mom, there's also this other thing. It's a round disc that you can get. I wish I had it with me because I have it in my apartment. But uh, you can buy it online and it shines lights on the ceiling. And if you look at it, it goes on for about 15 minutes at night. You just press it and it has a timer and you breathe with the light and the light slows down your breathing so that you can fall asleep. And I know about it because my daughter's used it and it's really effective. Wow, awesome, awesome. And remember, uh, Dr. Black told us if you drink uh, wine or alcohol in the evening, um, you will probably wake up at one o'clock in the morning. There's some kind of a cycle, uh, cycle disruption that happens with that. Yes, because so, one, we'll get you sleepy, 
but then like you said, you may wake up. And another, another thing that I found very helpful is getting a weighted blanket. Mm -hmm. Buy them online and they're heavier than regular blankets. And if you put them on over your body, it lets your body know it's time to go to sleep and it kind of calms your system down and weighs your body down and you start to feel tired. Right. So, so uh, watch that sleeplessness. Idea. I wanted to also talk about chest pain because sometimes people think they're having a heart attack when they're stressed, right? Yes, they do. And I just like to say that anxiety is a very big and normal part of grief. It's, 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 people look at it as a problem and they don't understand. They're like, why am I so anxious all the time? And that's just part of grieving. You've had a very, something out of control happen to you and now you're feeling very anxious in general. And so that's something that people really struggle with after a loss is, is the amount of anxiety they're feeling. You need to look at your past history. You need to take care of yourself. And one thing I always recommend is that people do get in touch with their physicians if they have some health problems after they've had a loss because we are very vulnerable. We'll talk about cognitive changes, Heidi, uh, forgetfulness, confusion. Totally normal, right? Absolutely. Sometimes people feel like they just they can't remember anything and they can't concentrate as like they used to. And they can't even read a book because they feel like they can't, their concentration is so poor. And again, that's not a permanent thing. Your right. concentration will eventually come back. So just realize that's part of the grief process as well. Right, and so hang in with that. And then there's the crying and the emotional changes, sadness, prolonged weeping, that kind of uh, thing. You never know when it's gonna hit you. We call it waves of grief. Anybody who's had a loss and is uh, watching this knows how that is to have those waves of grief suddenly come over you. It, it is big. And you know, mom, we've done a workshop that's very um, powerful. People really love it called 10 Ways to Change Your Life. And one of the things that we talk about in the workshop is sometimes you don't have the luxury of grieving hard, you know, for long periods of time. For example, if you're at work. Mm -hmm. So we talk about, you know, when you're in those places and spaces and you need to kind of move out of them, there are things you can do, like running your hands under cold water, snapping 50 times, doing jumping jacks, getting up and dancing, you know, doing things to move your body around if you need to move out of those kind of those grief spaces. Mm -hmm. Well, how about panic attacks? That I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's really normal. And I think what happens is when we get panic attacks, we work ourselves up into a frenzy and we start getting really scared. We start saying things like, oh my gosh, I'm getting anxious. What's going to happen? Am I going to have a heart attack? Am I going to die? Is my head going to explode? And usually what happens with panic attacks is they, they move up gradually to, a ten, to the point where they're a 10. And then if you just observe them and say, okay, high, high anxiety, high panic, I see, you know, and you sit with it and don't get too excited. At a 10, they will naturally start, your anxiety will start to move down. Mm -hmm. and I would also look at when it's happening, where it's happening, and see if you can see a pattern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was listening to uh, a tape by Oprah uh, yesterday, and it was kind of interesting because she talked about gratitude as being an important part of getting yourself feeling hopeful again. And I, I think that's important for all of your physical changes. She keeps a gratitude journal, which I love. She has been for years. Yeah, I like that too, Mom, because what we focus on grows. And so, you know, when you get in bad spaces, try to find things that you can be grateful for. And I know that, I think that the podcast you're referring to that you listen to is the meditation app that you do, right? Right. Yep. And hope. So I think that if anyone out there wants to start meditating or, you know, this app is pretty amazing. It's a Deepak Chopra, Oprah Winfrey free app 
that is like 20 minutes, but it, there's a lot of talking and it's a great way to get into meditation for those of you out there that think I don't meditate, I can't meditate, I've never meditated. This is a good way to start. Yeah, those tapes are great because um, as Heidi said, you've got that monkey mind, uh, which if, you know people just say, I can't meditate. And believe me, I'm a meditator and I could not meditate after Scott died. Your mind is just going berserk. So sometimes if you have something to listen to, uh, and maybe even watch if you want to do something online, you can go online and find meditation things to just get you into that space to say, okay, maybe I can, you know, get into that space. But um, let's just talk about a few things that people can do about nutrition. What about nutrition? Well, I think that uh, people kind of get into what they call food comas. In other words, it's not real, but uh, they just, they eat a lot of carbs and they just keep eating and they don't eat mindfully. Mm -hmm. So eat, slowing down your eating, thinking about what you're eating, eating healthy fruits, vegetables, those kind of things. Because, you know, if we eat a lot of carbs and eat too much, we don't feel well. Mm -hmm. And that can make you feel even worse. Water. You know, what are you drinking? What things are you putting into your body? Make sure you have a glass of water there at all your meals and drink water during the day. Six or eight glasses a day uh, would be really important because we do get very, very dehydrated. Berries, fruit, vegetables. Try to stay away from the donuts. It's hard when you've had a loss. There's, I don't know why, but there's something that really draws me to carbohydrates when I'm stressed. Well, and the other thing is, after you've had a loss, you don't feel like making anything or cooking or preparing or even making decisions. And so anything that's easy, just grab and eat. So, you know, I love when people bring healthy food when you're grieving because yeah. you need things in your refrigerator that you can grab quickly that are healthy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about rest and relaxation. Well, some of the things you can do for relaxation is, you know, I love the tapes people make now, music tapes and things like that, their favorite music. In fact, I've had some people tell me, which I think is kind of interesting, that they have a sad tape so that when they want to do, um, we've talked about compartmentalizing your grief at times. If you want to have a time when you go and light a candle and you can listen to your sad music. And when that tape ends, then maybe you move on and, and go some, to another area of the house or the car or for a walk with headphones and listen to some music that you find upbeat and comfort, comforting. I like that. The other thing I want to say is that a lot of people I find say more that, that not, not that they can't relax, but that they feel like all they've done is relax all day because mm -hmm. they're grieving. And I always say you're not relaxing. Grief is a lot of work. No, it is a lot of work. But, but you need to move the body as well as the brain and the lungs. You need to, you know, get things going a little bit. So that's an important, important thing. Yoga. Uh, talk about yoga, Heidi. <laughs> you know, you, people say they're not flexible enough to do yoga. Yoga is really powerful if you're grieving. And I think starting at a restorative level, to go to a restorative class. Anyone can do restorative yoga. All you do is you feel like you're just laying there but you're not, they're moving you around in different positions so that you can, your energy is flowing differently and you don't have to get digestive, digestive problems and all other sorts of problems and heart openers. It's actually doing a lot more than you think. So find a restorative class if you're someone that's never done yoga or that doesn't think they can do yoga. And like you said, mom, you don't need to be flexible to do yoga. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need to be able to stand on your head or do back bends or do splits or any of that. You can still get benefits from yoga without doing any of that. 
And you might want to go online and watch or listen to our tapes with Bessel van der Kolk, because Bessel talks about the fact that yoga, there's been a study that shows that yoga is as effective as antidepressants. For, for depression. Another thing is improv, theater, anything that you can do. Look at what you did in the past that you really liked. Maybe you should take up some old things that you haven't haven't done for a while. Or maybe you just want to read or do bird watching. Bird watching, knitting is a big one. Mm-hmm. Or meditation. Yeah. Um, bonsai, take a bonsai class, you know, do something you, you've never done before. Um, tai Chi, you know, uh, as Heidi said, knitting's great. They have, uh, if you go to a yarn shop, a lot of them have knitting programs. So if there's something you want to pick up, but if you're so bummed out right now that you can't do anything, just try to get out of the house and look at the birds, look at the flowers and, and maybe write a little gratitude thing poetry, whatever you do. We hope that you'll visit us at Open to Hope because we've got so much information for you online to help you on your grieving journey. And as always, Heidi wanna, and I want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.